<laughs> I, 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 dunna, dunna, dunna. <laughs> Three, four, I, dunna, dunna, dunna. Uh, I got it. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Da, da, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the JMBO show. This is episode 13, the luckiest number in the world. I am Bo. Usually, I'm always Bo, actually. And Jason is here with me today. I'm sometimes Jay. Yeah, he's sometimes Jay Bay. And we also have Noah, who was on our last episode as well. Noah, say hi. Hello there. Hello. Hello there. (laughs) And today, (laughs) in, in honor of Valentine's Day approaching, in actually like a month and one day as we're recording this, we thought it would be fitting to talk about relationships and if i'm not mistaken hopefully i'm not we've all been in one and by we've all i mean the one the people talking in this podcast uh no offense to anybody listening who hasn't been in one but lucky (laughs) yeah um (laughs) basically we're just gonna touch on our experiences in relationships and we're gonna basically just talk about what we've learned what what to do in the next one what not to do and yeah, so uh, Noah, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you first. What? Cause you you just uh, you just got out of a relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what like main? Raw. Yeah, sorry about that. What <laughs> what main takeaways did you did you take out of that relationship? Um, I think one of the biggest things it took me a long time to realize was uh, I had no idea what what love was. I think at a point. And being in high school, being like a freshman, sophomore, and having a picture of what I always imagined love was. And then after being in a relationship for six years with the same person, realizing that that really wasn't love. I mean, a lot of it was, but there's definitely, uh, I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is don't fall in love or don't don't get into a relationship <laughs> before you know what love actually is. Because yeah. you... You allow your brain to believe a bunch of things and then you, I don't know, it's just, it can be a vicious cycle when you think you know something completely and then you're shown just the reality of it and that you know nothing about it and it's like, uh, I don't know. I think, I think definitions of love kind of get like misconstrued and I mean, from, from their end, from her end or however, Mm. whatever point of view you want to look at it, like. Yeah, their their idea of love could be completely different than what you're imagining, and then like where you see things going, obviously like may not be the same as them too. So it's like that's why I feel like why well, I know that communication is like one of the most important things in like any relationship, friendship, family, mm-hmm. love, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the like what like what you said like not not like committing like that until you like know what love is but like yeah it's hard to know like you know i mean you you just gotta like set out like in the beginning like this is what i want yeah i see this like as a potential with you Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna try my best and i'm gonna try my hardest but like you gotta kind of like be forgiving at the same time but like then again you got to go through that to learn what love is. You can't just like, yeah, I don't know, like 
there's no like you can't just fucking google it like find out what is love (laughs) maybe it'll hurt me no i think another thing is i think love and lust get mistaken a lot like yeah like a lot of like especially in high school um yes like there's when you're in high school as much as when we were in high school i didn't want to admit that like we were actually young and now that we're a few years out of high school like bro <laughs> looking back on it it was it feels like such a long time ago mm-hmm. and like i can tell like how much you've matured and i've matured and i'm sure jayla you've matured out of high school absolutely yeah <laughs> um but bro like when you're in high school you, you're still learning everything especially like the real oh, world yeah. Yeah, and yeah. you're uh, experience something, experiencing some things with another, like a a human being from the opposite gender, mm-hmm. and you're like, you're like, man, this is awesome. Like, I think I'm in love, but it's not. It's yeah. just like you're in love with the lust for the want. Yeah, you're yeah. you're just lusting after somebody. Yeah, you're you're in love with the idea of somebody, but not like. <laughs> don't bring yeah, up an like, office quote right now. No, I actually don't even think I don't have one like on standby for that. Do you um, love her, or do you love the idea of her? I don't know, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> okay, yeah. Now I know what you're talking about, but no, like for real though. Like <clears throat> here, here's something like, and you can kind of like go in stages here in this conversation of like maturity and how that reflects on relationships. But like in high school, bro, like dude, I had. I had a different girlfriend every fucking year of high school, like one per year. Well, I think there's two one of the years. But anyways, like I just like I didn't care enough about like the other person. Okay, there there are some exceptions to that. Um, I don't want to get in trouble here, but no. So like when I was a freshman, it was just like a thing to have a girlfriend. And, mm-hmm. like, they would come watch your games, you take your pictures after, yeah, like, wear your sweatshirts, hold hands in the hallway, <laughs> like, stupid Typical. shit like that. Yeah. And then, like, sophomore, junior, it's kind of like you're maturing a little bit more, but now, like, I don't know, like, you still want that thing, like, you know, that thing to hold you down. And, like, I don't know, it, it was kind of a thing for me, like, someone to support you, like, in the in the the after hours of of like school and like football Mm -hmm. and basketball like someone to witness like kind of what you're doing what you're grinding out and like hopefully that that kind of like reinforces your relationship and like i don't know the the whole high school thing added to your identity like yeah it's more so mm -hmm. of like a supporter like an extra supporter that is always with you always supports you like you know social media whatever the fuck you want to call it Mm. but then like when you start getting into like your senior year like and i know noah like you were with the same girl like the whole time so it's like a completely different story or like different point of view for you but like Mm. like me bro like i was actually coming out of senior year i was actually dating bo's sister and (laughs) like i don't know we had both just gotten out of like that long like we thought was our high school sweetheart kind of thing yeah, like, i don't i don't want to speak for her but she the the guy she was dating she dated him for uh, like three ish years started, maybe, it, started maybe in eighth grade started in eighth grade and they broke up like our senior year yeah so like four four years yeah 
Yeah, so it was a long time, and then, like, me, I had obviously dated, like, multiple girls in between, so, like, I don't know, it was, like, because we dated, I dated her in middle school, too, right before her and the guy that she was dating for so long dated, he, like, swooped in right after we broke up, but, uh, but no, like, I don't know, it, it starts to, once you start to, like, get out of that mindset of, like, I'm in high school, mm-hmm. and you're, like, kind of in that transition phase to like i'm going to school like college going to another town going to another city state whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. like that's where that's where it starts to get complicated because like i mean me and your sister like we had like no like foundation really it was just kind of like i mean we were friends before Mm -hmm. but like we had been dating for like a couple months and she was going to a school in in the west side of our state and i was going to a school in the complete opposite direction on the east side on the same interstate like two hours away at least so it's like we only had a couple months to to build this thing and then boom like now we got to do long distance and like now that you're like explaining like i was kind of put in the same situation just minus the fact that we both didn't just get out of a long-term relationship but like yeah like no but it was just like fresh like, then there was yeah. a distance mm-hmm. yeah and there's like as much as you want to make it work it's like that's when the maturing starts and where you really start to develop that like sense for what love is or like what it's gonna be in your life because like you gotta know when to fucking give something up and like um, things weren't that great with us anyways because it was kind of like a rebound thing for both of us yeah. in a way it wasn't, I'm not going to call it a rebound because it was like, I mean, it was genuine and like we actually cared about each other and everything. Yeah, but I, like from the outside. But yeah, I mean, it literally was like we both just got out of a long relationship, kind of ended like harsh. And then we were each other's like pillow to like fucking bounce or vent off of whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And then like you take that into effect, like we had a summer fling really i mean that's and then we both go off to college so it's like those kind of relationships are like you feel like you're really like you're in the honeymoon phase and then things just like crash down and you're like damn i really love that person like i really really wish it would have worked out but then your your only idea of that relationship is the honeymoon phase like you never went through any turmoil really yeah Mm, it's just all I mean, it was, you didn't really get anything real. I'm not saying that the time spent together wasn't real. It was just, right. like like you said, it was the honeymoon phase. Like, everything all was perfect. All hardships. Yeah. yeah. You never had to face anything, like, crazy. Yeah. I mean, there was some shit <laughs> that, like, went down, you know, that, 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 like, she was there for me, like, you know. But nothing, like, between Yeah, and, like, when, when that, like, there's a dude at my house and when I was out yeah. in Kansas City and you showed up, rolled up with the... To with defend. The fucking glazy baby <laughs> ready to go. Really? Yeah, you haven't yeah, heard that? Damn, I've bro. never heard that oh, story. We've, we've told that story on a podcast before, but... Oh. I'll, t- I'll tell you the short story. Or Jason, you can yeah. tell him because, you know, you well, were there. Basically, so she hung out at my house. Her mm. parents were at, what, I think it was a baseball tournament, right, Bo? Yeah, I was at state baseball in Kansas City. So so she was at my house, like, hanging out. And then um, she went back. I don't remember. It was, like, kind of late, like, 11 or midnight, something like that. Mm. And 
uh, when she, when I, I think she drove actually. I don't remember. I don't remember that part. But either way, I I remember I was at home heating up some fucking hot dogs <laughs> before I was gonna go to sleep, and I was eating them bitches, and she's just like, dude, like I think someone's at my house, and I was like, what? And she's, she's your like, brother? yeah, well, cause Jack was asleep downstairs, mm-hmm. mm. and, she, and she was like panicking because. There had been somebody that they had spotted, like, in the underpass, because they live, like, right by an underpass out, like, in between, like, the country and the and the town and all that, like, the business district and the, like, highway. I don't know. Either way, it's kind of sketchy, and they live, like, right behind the college, so it's, like, anybody could fucking come back there on accident and, like, yeah, railroad tracks. Oh, perfect storm. So there, like for a couple weeks, she had been telling me about this guy that she kept seeing, or like that her dog kept like barking at under the underpass. And then oh one day she came home for lunch from the bank, and like there was the door was open, and Whoa. so <clears throat> then this night like Ace was barking like crazy, and she kept saying like I think some someone's here. There's like knocking on the door, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And so like I pulled up. And I had a shotgun. I was like, dude, like, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen, bro. <laughs> and so I get there and like initially, like, I just like walk to their red barn and like look up in the in the top. And then I kind of like did a general sweep. And then um, I could have swore like like I walked in between the uh, like the white barn and the red barn. Mm-hmm. And I saw like a fucking like a gray shirt, bro, just like. <laughs> running and i grabbed ace and we like went inside and then but we woke up uh jack he got the revolver caitlin was trying to call her parents and then i'm out there with the dog while jack's getting like dressed kind of and and ace like goes the old loading up the old revolver yeah and then (laughs) i grab ace and put him on a leash and he runs to the exact spot where i thought i saw this dude and Uh like follows the trail all the way up to the railroad tracks and like fucking dude it was like the sketchiest shit and then like dude i was so i was shaking so hard i had literally either shotgun in my hand and a fucking german (laughs) shepherd in the other like (laughs) holy shit it was the scariest night yeah bro if if that dude saw you honestly he i mean you probably didn't have much I, to be like th- looking thinking back on it you probably didn't have like, unless he had a weapon obviously and like got yeah. the jump on you if he saw you coming nah bro that dude would have he should have dipped if he saw you i had a fucking 12 gauge and a war dog in a my full, head bro like, purebred german shepherd yeah. full grown and that dude like okay so, so this dude was probably just like wandering around and just probably stumbled upon your fucking house mm-hmm. and didn't think much of it or i don't know maybe he was trying maybe to steal just, shit i don't know homeless and just like looking for somewhere warm to sleep yeah <laughs> and then he just he's like truck headlights and then a fucking shotgun coming out like ready to fucking go bro that dude, dude's life probably flashed before his eyes <laughs> yeah he probably thought that was the last night he was nah that dude had to have been praying <laughs> yeah right praying that i wasn't gonna cross the fucking tree line because that's probably where he was hiding yeah yeah dude just hiding in the bushes right in front of you but yeah that was uh a little off topic but yeah that that shit happened so yeah. i'm glad yeah. nothing happened because if something if somebody would have attacked me and i would have killed somebody on your fucking property i probably would have gotten charged for murder or something <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't know the law but for that but 
you know, either way, it wouldn't have been good. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, so... uh, (laughs) Back to relationships. (laughs) A little fun, fun, like, flashback to one of our early episodes. Dude, the the different... Or, J-Lo, I think the difference between you and Noah and I in, like, high school relationships is when Noah and I were in high school, we had one girlfriend. Yeah. And you said earlier when you were in high school, you had one for, like, every year. Yeah. Um bro, but like there's some there's some like thought behind that though. Like for there, you. there's an explanation. Like <clears throat> I don't know, like dude, I was a fucking douche in high school <laughs> and every girl that has dated me or knew me, I feel like can vouch for that. Mm-hmm. Like I was not like I wasn't like an asshole to the point where I was like like verbally abusive or like physically abusive or anything but like i just did not give a shit i did whatever the fuck i wanted to do i would literally ghost like my girlfriends at the time like i would literally ghost them for like days at a time because like all i wanted to do was hang out with my friends and i knew that if i responded like it would either be a fight that i wasn't responding or that they would want to hang out with me and if i said no they would get mad so i just like cut out the middleman and just didn't respond mm. and i would go to parties you know out of season of course i would go to parties and like almost every girlfriend i had like did not like that i went to parties so it was like i liked the idea of having a girlfriend but i didn't like the idea of like what that ba- like the baggage that came with it so i was just like nah fuck that like i'm gonna do it whatever i want and that's that's something that like you learn when you mature is like you have someone else's like time and schedule and feelings yeah everything you have is yeah like you are responsible for that shit now and like you can't just like be like you you fuck around like shit on them you know yeah i didn't give a shit at the time (laughs) yeah that's where i feel like we're very relatable is because although you were with different women and i was with the same one like i just didn't care like i truly had no like i had less than a shit to give about anything in high school i it was probably one of my I don't want to say dumber things that I've done in life, but yeah, I mean, especially as far as like with her, I mean, I just, like you said, I partied and she didn't want me to party and I don't want to say that made me want to party more, but like it did. And I just made stupid fucking choices. Like I did not, I did not care about anything. Like if I was, if I was doing what made me happy, like good or bad, it like nothing else mattered. Like I was just. I was literally there for a good time, and I did not, like, I was not considerate of, like, feelings or, like, what I'm doing to people. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It's a lot. See, but, I, think, I think, I feel like I have a different high school relationship experience than you two. Yeah. Well, you also lived, like, a different high school life than yeah, us, I, Yeah, like, I wasn't, no, we weren't even, like, I mean, we were, I don't even know if we would consider... We were acquaintances. Like, we knew each other. We didn't have any beef with each other, but we never hung out or, like, talked to each other. We never had classes with each other. Yeah. Until, and then yep. we, like, after uh, high school, obviously, that's when, like, we became closer. But, dude, in high school, I was, <laughs> I was like, really reserved. And mm. I was... Re- going into my first relationship, which was in high school... Actually, no, that's not even true. I don't even consider my first relationship a relationship. But that that was like in I was like twelve, so 
<laughs> but nah, going into my first real relationship in high school, like I was, I was really like innocent, and yep. it, mm-hmm. it was. She was in our Spanish class, and um, I didn't have the same hour Spanish class second semester as first semester, so I knew like I wouldn't be in the same class as her, and I wouldn't because she was a great older or a grade above us, and I knew I like I wouldn't have any other class with her, and I wouldn't be able to see her. Like well now or never didn't talk to her in person slid into her dms <laughs> on instagram actually no fun fact she, i followed her on instagram she didn't follow me so oh man so i unfollowed her and then followed her back so that she would notice me and then she she was like on private or something accepted my follow request and then followed me back and then i slid in the dms nice yeah yeah i you know i had it all planned out and like at first i could tell she like she wasn't interested and i don't blame her at all because you know i wasn't that interesting of a guy but i knew i was smart okay i was smart i knew that she was nice so if i kept asking her questions i knew she wouldn't just ignore me right so i just asked her questions and then it's like i don't know eventually things worked out i got her snapchat i got her phone number and then like we started dating um but like i said i was like really innocent and i pretty sure you told me like you literally just wanted a game at one point and she didn't like that (laughs) we went out we went out to the lake or whatever and like on the way you're explaining this shit to me yeah, that was, or like, whatever. a year into the relationship, though. But yeah. Like, at the start of it, bro, I had never, like, bro, those days, it was me and her hanging out with one of her friends and one of my friends. Mm. And, bro, like, every night, we would just, like, go to um, Coronado or something or just drive around all night. Mm-hmm. Like, me and my friend in the back seat and them two in the front seat until, like, eventually all four, because my friend liked her friend. Mm-hmm. And then, like, eventually all four of us mustered up the courage so that my friend and her friend would like hang out on their own and then me and her would hang out on our own it was like a really like middle school type thing but we were cute we were like sophomores actually i don't yeah we were freshmen and sophomores in high school or something like that yeah and then i don't know eventually we we started dating like i said and like a year i just like i cared about her so much and i didn't like i i like you guys were saying you like didn't involve the girl into your life i'm like i was like the complete opposite like i tried to involve her in everything in my life Mm -hmm. and uh then like a year into the relationship bro i like i started like distancing myself from her because i was really into gaming i think bo3 was out yep bro oh my gosh i put everything into that game and she like i i feel like she could feel that i was distancing myself from her which yeah. then made her want my attention more. Yep. <laughs> and I and then J Lo, you were with my sister, and you guys were gonna go out to some lake, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll go." And I told you and her, like, "Man, she just keeps texting me, and all I want to do is game." Like she won't. I'm, <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was sitting there like, I gotta break up with her because she, she won't leave me alone. <laughs> when you told me that, bro, I lost my shit. I was like. <laughs> Bro, like, cause like, keep in mind, this is the first time I have ever met Bo. Like, <laughs> I have, I have been friends with Cole, his cousin, for like yeah. forever. 
I've heard stories about Bo. I think you came over a couple times while I was there to hang out with 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 D Hank, and and maybe like play some video games. Oh, I don't yeah, know, yeah. But, but like, like I never like we never like face to face met each other until this moment. <laughs> and Caitlin was literally just like, "Hey, do you mind if Bo comes with us to the to, to the lake? It's just Maxwell. It's like the county yeah. lake." And so I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Like yeah, I mean, I knew that like, you were into gaming, and you knew I was into gaming. Right, exactly. I mean, we, and that was like that was like, I think that was like yeah, that was before I went to UMG Carolina, right? I don't know. It, I thought it was after, but I I could. Be well, I, okay. It, well, no, because if we were dating, then it would have been before. Because B B O three was after high school for me. Yeah, like the following year. Either way, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, Bo tells me that, and like, dude, me and Caitlin have literally had that problem before. Cause like, <laughs> Cole introduced me to Dying Light at that time, and bro, I shit you not, when he told when he showed me that game at his house, I went home. Well, I bought it at the at Walmart, and I went home, and I did not stop playing it for like seven days straight. It was in the summer, and obviously, like, I didn't have a fucking job. My dad always told me, like, if I could play football and, like, keep my grades up, I didn't need to get a job. So, I literally, seven days straight, I had my bed in my man cave on the floor. I would sleep there, wake up, turn my Xbox on, play Dying Light. My mom would bring down food, like, and then I, like, did not hang out with Caitlin for, like, that whole week. And then... Whenever she did finally come over, she sat down on the bed next to me and watched me play Dying Light. I was so like she when you said that, she had to have just been looking at me like waiting for my response, bro. Cause dude, like, dude, when I said that, you and her had completely opposite responses. Yep. She was like, she's like, yep. Bo, no, you're not doing that. And you're like, you know what? That's a smart man, right there. <laughs> I was like, you know, yeah, oh, bro. man, Jason makes some good points. Yeah, yeah. I was, dude, because like, I feel like, I feel like uh, us providing information to you was like low key, like us like fighting in a different way. <laughs> like, like she, she wanted you to be, she wanted to 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 help you and help me at the same time. But then it turned into like, nah, fuck that. Yeah, but dude, yeah. Dude, anyway, so. <laughs> Moving on from that, I, I didn't yeah. break up with her. Um, we went on a date for like another year and a half, and it was, you know, it was great and all. Then it was, the, <laughs> I mean, we, we had our struggles like everybody does, but it didn't really last that long. I feel like we just had a really long honeymoon phase, looking back on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, like the summer, it was my, it was our junior year going into senior year, and it was her senior year going into college. Mm -hmm. she told me it was like it was like turntables it was like the table was turned she was like you know what? i'm but she told me i didn't tell her she told me i'm like I, i'm i'm distancing myself away from you like not even on purpose but like it's just something that's happening and she's like i think it's because i know i'm going to college and i know that you're still gonna be here and she's like i don't i don't think like i could make that work or something like that i don't remember and, yeah. I, and I was like, well, well stop. <laughs> I was like, like just, just don't do that. And she's like, I can't. It's, it's just, like, happening. And, stop it. And I was like, you know, all right. And so her and I, like, one night went out to Wall Park. And we, like, 
just sat down and talked about it and we were like all right so i don't enjoy this you don't enjoy this how can we fix this and the solution we came up with was to take a break now let me okay anybody out there listening if you're in a relationship do not take a break (laughs) that will end the relationship and but you know i didn't know that at the time and i was like and her and i came up with the conclusion uh you know what let's take a break i you know i was i wasn't crying yet she was not crying yet either she like faced or texted her friend the same friend that we would hang out with all the time and Mm. by this time like two and a half years later her Mm. her friend and my friend broke up and like got together Mm. and broke up like three different times Mm. um that's a messy story but texted her and and was like she said uh Bo and I are deciding to like take a break and I was sitting there reading the text messages and and she was like is this a prank (laughs) no I'm serious and then she's like oh my gosh I'm sorry or something like that I don't remember what she said but then Mm -hmm. I drove her home and we were just both sitting in my car like we were both just sitting there crying Mm -hmm. and that was like like I kissed her goodbye and then that was like the I don't that wasn't the last time I saw her but that was the last time I saw her yeah. as like a part of me. God Bro. bless. That shit is genuine pain, man. Yeah. Like the deepest. Bro. I I can relate on a very 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 high level to that. Like dude when you said that it just like reignited so many things inside of me like like one the the i've i've experienced that like the a few times with the same girl like i feel like the like okay so are we like mentioning name no fuck that i'm not gonna say uh, yeah i was gonna say i didn't want to say her name just in case like yeah yeah because, you know, we have mutual connections that could possibly find this, you know. And, uh, <laughs> you never know. Suit or some shit. Yeah, uh, Take us to but no, so, Yeah, so one of my high school girlfriends, um, I dated my junior year. And then, like, we kind of just, like, stayed friends. And then, um, like, I want to say, like, when I was on the way back from the military like not literally on the way back but like i knew i was coming home and this was at the time where like so you're i had rekindled with your sister before this and then like we hung out that was the night we hung out with you and your girlfriend like new year's eve like i came home and then like when i went back to texas before i came home from the military that's when like me and your sister like stopped after like we talked for like a month and a half like i was in texas she was in kansas so like didn't work out um and then i started talking to this other girl again that i had dated in high school and and there is a moral to this fucking story okay (laughs) if you are branching out i'm i'm pausing my story for this so i don't forget it if you are branching out away from your hometown you're living outside of your hometown don't for the love of fucking God, do not reach out to one of your exes that lives in your hometown. Yep. Please. Hey, listen. If you have the thought, stop. Throw your phone in the trash can, lock it in a fucking <laughs> lockbox. 
go outside, run a fucking marathon, come back and forget about it. Like, don't ever do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I promise I, you. I second that. I agree with you. And you know, J Lo and I have our differences. Like, he doesn't believe in Bigfoot. <laughs> um, but this, I can, I, I, a hundred percent agree with. Yeah. So the the that's kind of the moral of this story but at the same time like i i i say that but like at the same time i don't regret like what how things played out what i do have regrets on some stuff but like as a whole like i'm glad things happened the way they did Mm -hmm. but um so we started talking and um then i came home and it kind of just like it was like kind of like a talking thing and then um me and my friend Dylan, like we wanted to go to Lawrence and, or I wanted to go to Lawrence. I was like, yo, you want to come with me? Um, and so he's like, yeah. And then he ended up staying with a girl that he knew down there. And I was like, okay, fuck. Like (laughs) I kind of need a place to stay. And then, so I reached out to this girl cause she was going to school there at KU. And I was like, yo, uh, me and my friend Dylan are coming down to Lawrence. Can I stay with you? Um, And she's like, yeah, of course. So we went out, had some drinks, and we just kind of, like, re-clicked. Like, nothing had, like, stopped, you know? And then um, I'll I'll skip past all the details there. Um, (laughs) But then, then, like, we kind of just, like were a distance thing like she stayed at ku when i was living in the hood in mac and in my rickety old fucking house for like 500 dollars a month and every time she came home bro like she stayed like the whole time with me and like she was on the verge i've learned this now but i didn't know this at the time but like she was literally like in love with me and like i was in a very very dark place in my life because i just got home from the military okay never mind i was about to ask was this bo4 days Yes, actually. Oh man, those were yeah. some days. So yeah, and and like, the, and there there could be a lot of lessons learned from the story. Like, I was working a shit. Well, the job was all right, but like my hours were shit. I was making minimum wage. Um, I was getting paid like barely anything. I was literally getting by. I was rationing fucking ramen and fucking bread like just to chase a dream of being a professional gamer, you know. And, uh, so then you add this girl into the equation and like, I'm not happy, bro. Like I, I could be on the opposite of the spectrum of being happy. Like I felt like everything was just fucking crumbling. And then the whole, like, we trained so hard to go to Fort Worth and then like, we didn't get our team pass. And that was just kind of like the dagger. And then like, literally like, yeah, literally like a couple weeks after that, was when me and her like did, like cut like cut off like she we were having a conversation like via text because she was about to come home um for like spring break or something and she was like i don't know how it started but like basically i was just like i don't know if i can do this anymore like i am in a very bad place i can't even be happy like on my own like i can't bring that energy into a relationship because like i think she like led on with the question of like what are we or like what are we gonna do because like she was ready to say that she loved me and i was like literally on a completely different fucking path and then so we just like cut ties just like raw as fuck and she was like mad at me for the longest time and 
Um, I'm not going to go into too much details here, but like her friend started hanging out with me um, that I had had a past with. And her friend like came on to me one night and like kissed me and then went around, turned around and told my oh. this girl that I came on to her. So like f for the longest time, like she hated me, like hated my guts. And I had no idea. Didn't talk to me, like ran into each other at the bar one night after uh, Scott had graduated. Mm -hmm. um and or i should say her brother my bad <laughs> after <laughs> nola and i graduated yeah so she was in town and they went to the bar and i was like sitting there talking to her dad because i'm still really close with their dad through all of this like and i was sitting there talking to him for like the longest time and she started crying and shit and then one of her friends like came up to me and he was like stay the fuck away from her and then me being drunk and, like, caught off guard, I was like, or what, dude? What the fuck are you going to do? And I was like, first off, like, I'm not even talking to her. Her dad approached me at the bar and talked to me. And second off, like, if I want to talk to her, I'm going to fucking talk to her. Because we live in a town of 12,000 fucking people. And there's, like, 20 people at this bar. <laughs> and five of these people I know. So, eat a dick, you know, kind of thing. Like... Leave me yeah. alone, bro. You're not. You're not shit. So yeah, I, I went. I went through some train. Some military training, dude. Oh, we're not even gonna go down that road because <laughs> there's a lot of nights in the bar that, yeah, uh, yeah. I've had a. I've walked out of a few bars with bloody noses and yeah. So, um, but no. So then, um, then we kind of like cut off again we didn't really even talk that night she just kind of like explained to me like where why she was feeling the way she was feeling because she was like crying in the bar for just my existence being there and i felt bad you know so i was like asking her about it and shit and then so we didn't talk and then i moved to virginia and then dude literally i was uh i was trying to get more like organized because like i had a lot of shit on my plate so i was trying to connect all of my calendars together on my on my apple stuff and i was asking her i literally texted her and i asked her how to like basically get your calendar alerts on your watch and your like macbook and all that tough stuff to where it would be like as a reminder mm -hmm. and then we just started talking bro and again and then like it turned into like an everyday thing where we were talking and then um then i came home for christmas break and we like awkwardly like ran into each other at the bar and like hugged and shit and then went to like this after party and then she came home with me and like we talked for hours and then after that it was just kind of like a oh i hope this doesn't we're just living like this isn't a fucking christmas break like we're both about to go back to school mm -hmm. and she's in lawrence and i'm in fucking virginia so it's like a, like like a 20 hour difference and then dude like she basically told me she's like there's no way i can do long distance no way and i was like just fucking try like it's not that hard <laughs> just i mean yeah. not not i was being kind of like ignorant like to the fact that it is hard but I didn't want to just, like, go through all that and then just, like, have it just be a fucking winter break fling and then deuces. Mm -hmm. uh, so then she's like, okay, whatever, like, I'll try. But then it just turned into, like, she didn't want it, I wanted it, and then we didn't know what the future was going to be. So, like, our conversation, like, 
it became like that distant thing like you said like you're you don't intend on it to be but it started to become distant mm -hmm. and then um i came home for spring break and that was like the end bro like we hung out for a couple days and then she just kind of like brushed it all off and she's like i can't do this and then we talked one night and then i was like okay like I just want, like, you know, what's best for both of us. So, like, if this isn't going to work out, then let's just move on. And then she's like, but I, I can't just be friends with you. Um, like, we we can't – we can hang out. But, like, if we hang out, like, I'd want to touch you or, like, hug you or whatever. And that can't happen because then we won't be just friends. But I don't want to lose you as a friend. Well, and then I was basically just like, okay, then let's just fucking hang out not have a label do whatever the fuck we want until both of us go back because we were on spring break mm -hmm. and then i got the email saying like oh we're going online for the rest of the year and then my <laughs> dumbass that was like the crossroads where like the, i feel like that's my biggest like fuck man Get, go back in time and punch yourself in the fucking nuts because <laughs> Then, like, I lost out on a lot of opportunities because I stayed home. Which, it wasn't just because of her, but, like, when you're, like, feeling like that, there's a lot of motivation to, like, have a girl, like, influence your decisions. Um, but then, like, we were, we were gonna go to Virginia on a road trip to help my friend move and to just, you know, hang out with some people for a couple days. And she accidentally said that she loved me before we even like started dating and then it became like this whole thing where i was like oh shit now we're about to date and then we started dating and then it was great bro like we literally were like in the honeymoon phase like all the fucking time bro like, yep. Yep. and like we were doing stuff together like doing fun stuff like not just like the typical like hang out for no fucking reason watch netflix like eat go to bed like we were actually like we were traveling we were going and doing stuff we were hanging out with each other's families like going to the lake like shit like that and then like things were great and then i got offered the position of coach of call of duty at the university that i was attending and then it turned into I was a player for the team because things weren't working out. And then you guys know me and my gaming habits. And <laughs> I literally dumped every fucking ounce of time I had into Call of Duty. And that kind of like separated us. And then it turned into I need to get the fuck out of McPherson with no regard of who it was going to hurt. And I applied to grad school, got accepted before I even told her. And then I told her about it, and before I even, like, accepted the offer, I, like, basically, I was just like, I'm probably going to. And then she just, like, basically cut off all ties, cut off all feelings, and then literally, like, three days later, I was like, dude, never mind. I don't want to fucking go to grad school. What am I thinking? <laughs> and then she was already over the whole deal, and basically, we were just, like, we agreed to break up because I was going to move, and then she wouldn't, like... She wasn't about the rekindling and rebuilding kind of thing. And then she still wanted to do that. Oh, I was still, I, like, want to hang out. I don't want to be friends, but I don't want to date, like, kind of thing. Oh, but I can't just and be then, with you. Yeah, and then she, like, bro, it, like, turned into, uh, she started talking about kids, like, us mm. having kids, what mm. we would name our kids, like, all this mm. stuff. 
And so I got confused again, and we did, like, we used to, like, we would walk all the time together. We would, like, you know, do shit together. We'd go on dates. We'd go to fucking movies. We'd go to the mall. Like, all the shit that a relationship does, you know? Like, we were still doing it, just, like, no label at that point. And then, looky there, I got confused, like I should, and... Then, like, one night she was just, like, talking about the vaccine and, like, how pissed she was that her family wouldn't get it so they could all hang out together. And I was just, like, opposing the argument because I was like, nah, fuck that. And then she took it, like, I don't know, basically, like, words got mixed up and she's like, I can't do this anymore after the vaccine thing. It was just, like, I don't know, words got tangled and then we had to talk about it and I was like, all right, like, fuck this after like 12 hours of like going over the phone like i haven't changed my mind i don't want to date blah 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 maybe we should just like stop hanging out in general and i was like all right fuck this so i didn't talk to her for like a week and then i came back to her i was like okay like i think we need to sit down and have a fucking civil conversation and finally like put it into things the right way instead of texting each other because this has happened like three times four times over our history Mm. and then and then we got together we talked she like hugged and kissed me and i was like okay fuck this and then it was that same fucking like you said Bo, just like sat in the car and cried together like we just like literally rehashed our relationship and i was like all right dude like i'm done putting energy into this like i can't like if we can't stay away from each other like in the in that like relationship aspect but you still want to be friends like I'm going to be a friend from a distance. Like I'm literally going to cut off all ties with you for at least three weeks to a month Mm. before, so I can get over this shit and then we can be friends and there's like no emotional attachment anymore. Mm -hmm. And then we hugged and I walked out the door, bro. And like, I swear to God, bro, it was like that, that movie, that movie scene, like at the end of the fucking rom-com, bro, you're just like, or not rom-com, just like the sad, tragic romance thing where you're just like you're walking out the door and you're just like you have it in your mind like you're never gonna see her again or you're never gonna be in that position again or you're Mm -hmm. never gonna be in that house again where you made so many memories and then i posted to my story a michael scott meme like this is gonna hurt like a motherfucker (laughs) and then went to the gym worked out for like two hours felt like shit felt like shit the next day felt like shit the next day i was like dude there's no way i feel like this because of her got fucking covid <laughs> and then i had to fucking text her and tell her that i had covid because we literally were just hugging and fucking kissing like a day a couple days before <laughs> and then that turned into her like bringing me groceries constantly oh, asking shit, me how no. i was doing and i was like <laughs> motherfucker let me le- just like let me die or just like leave me the fuck alone bro like i can't you, do this shit i can't guy. do it you were in a wormhole, Jay. <laughs> Yo, yeah. that shit is never... Yeah. And yeah. then God. it gets better, bro. <laughs> then at the end of my COVID, bro, like, she knew I had no human interaction for, like, two, three and a half weeks because I had that shit bad, bad. Like, I genuinely, like, there was a couple days where I was questioning if I was actually going to live. And, like, no fucking cap, bro. Like, I literally felt like that. And then she... She, the day that I, like, got cleared to go out of quarantine and shit, like, she asked me if, like, because she was at Brahms, she was like, you want me to bring you some ice cream? 
I was like, yeah, sure. She's like, oh, well, why don't you just come over and then you could eat it here. I was like, okay. I thinking full well, like we're just going to be friends. I've taken this three and a half weeks. We, we have talked, but not like that. It's been like, you know, kind of keeping a distance. Like oh, I've dear. suffered for hours of not talking to people to do to get over this woman and then i sit on the opposite end of the couch i'm eating my fucking chocolate chip <laughs> cookie dough ice cream from brahms and she turns on a fucking movie and i'm like okay i'm gonna just mind my own business over here and then um we were talking a little bit about my covid and she was talking about work as she always does like you know rehab re rekindling you know and just like catching up with shit and then she moves closer. I'm just like, nope, I need to leave, bro. I need to get out of here. And then sure enough, as I finish my ice cream, she fucking hugs me. And then, like, we lay down and she just, like, like cuddles me and kisses me. I'm just like, oh, my God. Here we fucking go. <laughs> and I, in my mind, here we are again. I'm just like, okay, maybe she changed her mind. Nope. And then we <laughs> just kind of like continued on like that. And then uh, we've kind of like approached an end here a few weeks, like uh, I would say like a couple months ago, um, where like she basically is moving. And I was like, yeah, I'm done. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing this shit anymore. Cause like, I, I like separated myself from that shit. I was like, okay, like if she still wants to hang out, like I'll just fucking hang out and we'll be friends. And you know, if I there's extracurriculars that, that go on, it does though, because guess what? It does. Cause listen, bro, listen, I have been damaged enough in my life, not just from women. Like I've literally gone through so much shit now that literally all I have to do is listen to the right playlist and all of my, it's like a fucking armor shield. Like, all, everything, like, that happens in my life, I'm just like, fuck it. it. is what it is, man. Nothing I can do about it. And then I just pop this playlist on, and then I'm fine the next day. Literally. Go about Like, dude, I could tell you every fucking problem I have in my life, and we could go on for, like, another hour on this podcast, but, like, it's irrelevant. But literally, <laughs> like, once you just, like, accept the fact of, like, where this shit's going, and you can, like train yourself to not be emotionally tied to it granted it, it will still hurt because like you know that that's like years like we started dating when i was a junior in high school bro that's like eight to nine years some somewhere around there of just like either being friends or dating dude um, and only like six months of like no communication dude throughout okay like i've known I, like obviously no and i we've known about this um yeah but Bro, throughout, like, any time you would, like, bring it up, like, oh, uh, like, the, you guys either stopped or started again. Yeah. Bro, it, <laughs> it would just remind me of, of, like, I had, I had a very, very similar experience, bro. Yeah. Like, <sighs> <laughs> no, no, uh, like, I, I had a dream about it, actually, not long ago, which I'll get to, but, bro. Like I said, I, me and my my first girlfriend, we broke up, like June, like my junior year going into senior year. Yeah. And bro, I was legitimately like looking for any attention I could get from any female. <laughs> I take that back, not any female, but a lot of them I would have just accepted any attention. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, thankfully for me, 
not many gave me, not many of them gave me their attention. Uh, which, you know, I'm very happy about because that definitely could have gone south. But, uh, then I, you know, I I made some friends because really throughout high school, I had, you know, I never had any beef with any, literally a single person had no beef with anybody in high school. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I was, like, friends with them. I considered a lot of people my friend, but, like, I'd never hung out with anybody. And then that that summer that we broke up, uh, I'd say the two people I was closest to, um, I like was in a group chat with them or something. I texted them. I was like, hey, you guys want to go on a trip? And they're like, yeah, frick yeah. So we, we like went on a trip to Colorado or something, camped in a mount- on a mountain for like two days and then came back. But that's how like I started a friendship with uh, Jaykin and Ben. Yeah. And well, that's not how I started, but that's how like it was like it became Concrete. Yeah, it was like a like a genuine friendship. Yeah. And so these two idiots, bro. <laughs> they were friends with these two females. Yep. And like they they were like their own group and I kind of like like I was I don't know. I became part of that group, I guess yeah. I could say. And uh, these two females in the group, one of them like was, you know, she's she can be nice, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like I don't have any problem with her, but like her views and my views on the world, I guess, just don't align. <laughs> uh, but there was another one who was, you know, she's. I I had my eye out. Like I said, I was looking for attention. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was like, you know, maybe her. Maybe her. And, oh, bro. Freak. This was, this was a doozy, boys. This was a doozy. <laughs> so throughout all of senior year, uh, like her and I were like on and off, on and off, on and off. She, she, it all started one night when me, Ben, and her were hanging out. And Ben wanted to go home. And she wanted to drive my car and keep mm. in mind I did not let anybody drive my car ever and I like like a lot everybody knew that and by everybody I mean my friends like Jason mm. and uh, like, you know all right fine you know if you're just gonna complain about it just drive him home mm. and so she drove him home with me in the passenger seat he was in the back she drove him home and I figured like she would just drive herself home after that mm. and like we're going down like the way we're at a stop sign and the way to get to her house would have been to turn right Mm. and like we're at the stop sign (laughs) and she turns left i'm like oh my gosh (laughs) i'm like i was like bro i'm so happy because i i I obviously had feelings for her at the time and i didn't know like how she felt and i was like bro yes yes and then you know we drove around literally till like 4 a.m she was driving the whole time we didn't have school the next day thankfully um, but yeah, we just drove around and our, I still remember this, uh, like to this day, she was like, she like, we were at a stop sign and she's like stopped and looked at me and she's like, how do you feel? And I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, good, I guess. I was like, how do you feel? <laughs> and then she just started laughing and then I started laughing, but like, that's kind of like how this whole thing started with her and I, <laughs> and then bro i don't even know how it stopped or why it stopped but like we just stopped really talking to each other which was painful because 
you know, I had feelings yep. for her. Yep. And then like she started dating this one guy or she, I don't know. She did like three dudes throughout this story. She started dating this, this guy. And I was like, all right, cool. Uh, I'm going I'm to just play Call of Duty and do me. Because this, this also was during Black Ops 4. Um, uh, and I was like, you know what? All right, fine. You do that. I'll do, I'll do me. And uh, <clears throat> then, I don't know. I probably posted something on my story one day or something. And like she swiped up and we started texting. She broke up with her boyfriend because of me. Oh, my God. Uh, we start talking again. Never, We never... We dated once throughout all this, like officially dated. Uh, but yeah. most of the time we were just talking. And we start talking, and like, it's all great. We're driving around, we're hanging out. Uh, she cuts it off. Out of the blue, cuts it off. Starts dating another guy. I'm like, all right. Oh. I was like, all right, uh, cool. I'm going to just keep playing Call of Duty. <laughs> um, then, again, same thing happened. I don't know what, what rekindled it, but we started texting. And then... <laughs> She broke up with that boyfriend because of me, and I was like, "Oh, so I'm I'm kind of like that." And at this point, we're approaching, yeah. we're approaching <laughs> like that. We're approaching uh, graduation, and I was like, "Okay, um, like you know, we're, we're we're about to move like apart from each other. So, like something's gotta start, you know." And then, bro, she cuts it off again, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "Bro, what?" I was like, "What is going on here?" Because we weren't playing Call of Duty at this time. And I was like, so I don't have Call of Duty to fall back on. I'm like, frick, what am I going to do? I'm fucked. (laughs) And then, anyways, I don't know. Something happened, or I guess nothing happened. Time goes by, we graduate. Um, You know, summer happens. Gage and I fly out to Anaheim for um cwl anaheim southern call of duty tournament and i posted like the we flew out of kansas city and we drove Mm. we stayed up because our flight was like at 6 a.m we drove all night we stayed up all night drove all night to the airport um i when we were on the plane i took a picture outside of the window as one does Mm. posted on my story put the time on there so people knew yep like yeah and uh, yeah I fall. I pass out. Right. I'm. A, I'm dead asleep. I had been awake for like 30 hours at that point. Good I pass Lord. out. I wake up and like I didn't have any service. Like so, I couldn't see. Like I had any texts or anything. Yeah. Um. You know, we we land in Phoenix, <clears throat> which is you know funny because I'm here now, or I'm there now. I'm here. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We land. I get service again. I see Snapchat from you know so her mm-hmm. like, wow it says is you know snapchat this person is typing and then this snapchat from this person and i was like oh, yep. oh boy <laughs> and I, in my head in my head because this it has happened so many times and it had ended so many times i was like you know what just you know if if things happen we'll all give it one chance one chance for things to happen and you know we're in we're in anaheim we're watching the tournament and her and i throughout this whole time her and i are texting and I kind of felt guilty because Gage was also going through a breakup at this time. Mm. And then, like, we're, her and I are texting. Like, Gage passes out at night, and I'm just up with my phone plugged in texting her. <laughs> yep. Uh, then, you know, I come back. We hang out. We keep hanging out. Um, then in, like, September or something, 
like we we made it official like boyfriend and girlfriend like official i was like all right you know like i told her before as well like i was I was like, you know, I'd give her one more chance. And I told her this, and she's like, man, I'm glad you did, or some bullcrap. And then we got to move away from college, for college. And, you know, we, we were like two hours, two and a half hours away from each other. It wasn't like an awful thing, like yeah. an awfully long distance, but it was distance Just, nonetheless. Yeah. And we're like fresh out of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, month later, I go on a fishing trip with my my dad my brother and my uncle this was in, in october month later mm. i sent her bro bro i forgot about this Me, when i'm with my family i like to drink right yeah um and at this point she was really really very religious like following all the laws of the old testament oh gee yeah. and Oh, bro! I send her a cell, like a Snapchat of me <laughs> drinking a Moosehead beer, <laughs> and and then immediately, immediately after that, I could tell something was off with her, cause like like I told her beforehand, I was like, you know, I'm not gonna be able to text you much because there's hardly any service on the river, there's hardly any service on the island in the river where we're staying, and like I might be able to Snapchat you like once a day to keep our streak, and like beforehand, like things were going great, like she would spam me sometimes when i wouldn't answer or like when i'd fall asleep just saying like some stupid crap yeah but like i liked it you know so it yeah. wasn't like an annoying spamming mm. and i was in my head i was like expecting that to happen while i was on the river mm. and like i would every time i would check my phone it i either wouldn't have any text from her or like i would have one text from her mm. and i was like all right bro something's up anyway <laughs> yep. so we get back from the fishing trip uh we're driving we're literally my uncle is driving me to my apartment and i get a text from her and she had like not been texting me hardly at all on the drive home it's like a seven hour drive mm-hmm. she had hardly been texting me and then we get back into kansas and she's like i gotta i gotta call you when you're uh when you're back in your apartment oh no that's like i was like, I was like all right well well this is over um (laughs) i get i get to my apartment uh i call her actually i think she picks up and she's like yeah you know she didn't like directly say like i want to break up with you but like obviously i knew she's like i could call you and i was like you know what you don't you don't got to say it like i know um and like i could hear her sniffling on the phone i was like are you okay like and she's like yeah it's just cold out i was like fine chill i was like all right yeah. uh hung up the phone didn't really talk to her hardly at all after that uh she would like text me every once in a while eventually i like i got tired of it and she texted me one time and she was like listen i, and I like i know i know i made a mistake i was like listen i want you to leave me alone she's like she asked me what what do you want i was like i want you to leave me alone and yep. she she was like um wow okay I would just leave her on red, and then she would like text me saying, "Please, please I don't want to be the last one to say something." Left her on red, bro. Yep. I folded. I folded like a, like three weeks later. I had to come home and watch the dogs because my parents were flying out here, I think, to Arizona. And I I te- like I bro. As soon as I pulled in, I texted her. I was like, "Hey, uh, uh, you 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 a Mac?" And she goes, she goes, yeah. I was like, I'm gonna be here for a few days and. I'm going to be really bored. Can you help me with that? And she's like, <laughs> she's like yeah, I can. Oh, yeah. And I was like, 
I was like, frick. And then she, like, came, she literally came over, like, that night, or maybe the night after that. And we, like, nothing, like, we just cuddled. And mm-hmm. I was like, frick, bro, I got feelings again. Anyway, yep. uh, um, you know, that happened. And then things ended <laughs> again. <laughs> and then, like, just this last summer, literally this last summer, before I moved out here, bro, things started again between us. Oh and I was like, God. I was like, bro, I'm. This is not happening. Like, I can't. I can't. It's either. It's either. I'm with Forever. this woman for the rest of my life, or I'm never talking to her again. Yep. Uh, and you know, she moved even further east for school, like a different school, and I obviously flew out here to come halfway across the country. And she was, she was like, oh frick, how did this happen? I visited her like a weekend before I flew out mm-hmm. and I was planning on staying the night there either staying the night with her or my brother because my brother lived in the same city mm-hmm. and she, I was like I was like listen I'm not going to stay if you don't want me to stay but you have to yep. tell me whether I'm staying or not and she's like um, she would just avoid it the entire time and so we went to like Sonic or something and then we came back to her apartment and i was like um well if i'm leaving i gotta leave now so yep. am i leaving and she goes uh i think so i was like all right Damn. never seeing you again like, well i never right. told her i wasn't seeing her again but like i was like all right <laughs> okay. i was like all right uh never seeing you again <laughs> I was like, all right bye <laughs> and then bro literally like two months ago a month two months ago she texts me and i'm like bro you gotta be kidding me I'm like, I'm like I'm completely over it at this point. I'm like, dude, just like, gosh dang. And at, and at this time, there was another chick. Noah, you know, JLo, you might know, but like, things... we can talk post post podcast. Yeah, but like, she was like, she wanted things with me, and I was like, I can't, I can't do that. You're living literally thousands of miles away, <laughs> and yeah. I'm never gonna visit you because I'm not going to go through that process because it's a lengthy process for mm-hmm. you, you, you'll understand but it's a lengthy process and uh, Wait, so she lives like around here then no no no, no further north oh uh, okay gotcha gotcha and i was like listen i'm not we'll i can't i can't i was like i can't i can't do this first of all i'm not as invested as you and i told her that at the beginning i was like listen i'm not i don't want any relationship i don't i'm literally strictly here as a friend and things are like really flirty and like i shouldn't have let it happen but it it i did and it's i can't change it uh and i and i i just like woke up one day and i was like bro no i was like bro what are you doing what what are you doing and i that day like i told her i was like listen i i know like i told you at the beginning like i didn't i didn't really want a relationship and things have kind of like been steering towards that and i was like i just i just i I want you to know that I'm not, I'm going to stop like doing all the flirty stuff. And, and she was like, I know, I know I said at the beginning, like, I don't want a relationship either, but like, I think it's clear. To, I think, you know, and I think it's pretty obvious that I have feelings for you as I, like, yeah, I know. Um, but I'm, I can't do that. And she's like, okay, as long as we're, we just stay friends, you know, it's all right. I was like, all right, cool. That's what I wanted in the beginning. Um, I stopped. 
she stopped texting me. I stopped texting her. I really haven't talked to her much after that. But literally, like, as soon as that ended is when the the other girl was trying to, like, start something with me again. Bro, <laughs> right, I'm not, I'm not going to get angry. Start trying to start something again. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I literally, I, I can't do this. I can't mentally do this because I'm not mentally prepared for anything. And mm-hmm. I'm just not attracted to you, your personality anymore, or you yep. in general. And I just... I basically ghosted her uh yep and I literally had a dream not long ago about about her and I was and it was like I got a text from her saying hey like I I really really miss you can we like can we like talk and in my I told Noah I told you this dream and in the dream I I saw the text I was like scrolling on TikTok or something I saw the text uh exited out of TikTok got turned my phone off and then just walked away left my phone in my room walked away and like woke up yep and uh bro if there's one thing i gotta say about that just don't just you know if things are on and off nothing ever will change it will only ever be on and off just don't just don't do it you know yeah but that was way too much time of my life uh taken away i don't want to say taken away but like i'm you're never gonna get back yeah basically time i should yeah. have been doing something else but i was still entertaining the thought of something that would never happen just it's yeah. tough it's tough because you literally when you're when you're attached to someone like that speaking from experience yep all you want is that like perfect life with them yep. and like Dude, one thing that I have found myself doing is like you when when you start to feel bad about how things go or like you feel like you need them in your life, like you think about the peak of your feeling with them. You don't think about like the bad times that you had cuz like things before the cod thing for me like were already going bad. Like we were fighting, I ditched on a meal, like a dinner thing that I would rather had watched the national championship game with Brody than do that. And like little petty fights, like shit like that. And it was just like, you, you, you really get wrapped up in the thing of like, wow, we could have been so great if, but you never think about like the other side of that. If when you're like having those thoughts. And I feel like that's where people like really go down the rabbit hole when a relationship ends. And, this time around, that's why I was telling you, like, yeah, I'm good. Like, I could do whatever the fuck I want because, like, I didn't go down that rabbit hole this time. Mm-hmm. And, and I, like, kind of, like, distanced myself from the whole thing. And, like, I genuinely believe that if she were to say, like, today, like, I'm not moving. I'm staying here and we're going to do this. I'm, I'd be like, no, nah, I'm good. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> like, that sounds cold, but, like, holy shit, bro. Like, yeah, because, I mean, point, it, like, there, there comes a point where you yeah. have lived out, like, everything that's going to happen between you two. And then, yeah, if you've just, tried that many times to make it work and it still hasn't worked out, like, it's not meant to be. Yeah. And you can't, there's only something. so much you can do, like, to allow it to still be organic and not have, like, hard feelings, like, in the future. Yeah. And, at the same time, it's like once okay, so like it, it kind of goes back to like how you gain like 
a girl's interest. Like you kind of got to balance the line or like tight, tight rope the line of like being toxic and also being like a gentleman. Cause like you don't want to be that douchebag, but you also don't want to be the nice guy that turns out to be the friend or getting friend zoned. So like, you do that and then you like you have the power in the relationship and they want you and like every time they reach out to you like in your case like every time they rekindle or like reach back out to you like they know you're gonna say yes so every time you allow it to happen like you're losing more and more power but like at the same time like they they reached out to you they wanted you so you still have a little bit of that power but like in my position bro like I literally just was like, oh my God, I fucked up so bad. I want you. I see a future with you. Like, I put it all on the line. And now that the girl sees, like, oh my God, like, I have him in the palm of my hand. There's no more chase. Like, I have him by the fucking neck. Like, there's no more interest in that. Mm -hmm. There's no more, like, attraction. I mean, there's physical and, like, emotional attraction, but, like, the, the hunt is now done. And once you're done with the hunt, like you killed your fucking deer, bro. Like you're you're tagged out. You don't have anything else to do. Mm-hmm. Gotta go or, find another deer. Yeah, or, or yeah, or you wait till next season and go fucking kill another deer. Whatever the case may be, but like you you're done now. Like it, once you give up all that power, it's like gone. But like there there's still like a fine line because I mean obviously like nothing is the same. Like no relationship is ever the same. No formula is ever gonna work on every girl. none of that is true but like you gotta be like emotionally intelligent to to know how to adapt to all these situations because like if you're too nice and you bend over backwards like all the time you become that reliable source of like i can talk to him about all my problems he's not toxic okay like he's gonna be a friend to me but then if you like because like it just makes it look like you're just like you're bending over backwards for them at all times Mm-hmm. but then if you like it, it like you be a gentleman you show them the fucking you open the fucking door for them on your first date you bring them flowers you take them out to dinner you buy the fucking dinner you open the door when there's time to leave but then you don't ask them to come home with you or when if they ask you to come home with them you say no i think i'm gonna go home and play call of duty or something like that and then you don't talk to them for a couple of days and they're just like um okay like what the fuck and yeah. then they reach out to you. And then that's how you become like, I don't know. That, that kind of just like was all I was thinking about. When you when you kept saying like, and then again, and then again, and then yeah, again. Bro, literally so many Ooh. times. I couldn't even keep track even if I tried. Like, Yeah. Oh, Which yeah. I'm in the same fucking boat, dude. Like, but to to my point though like i started in in the, in the position where me and my girlfriend at the time had started when we were juniors like i was a douche in high school and it worked i didn't try to be a douche i didn't try to be toxic but then she was like literally anything that i did like i i'd go out the party didn't tell her she didn't fucking say a word if i did something that was like borderline and or if she heard a rumor about it, she didn't ask me about it until I brought it up. Like, it was that dynamic. Like, I don't even know. Like, it was toxic. Don't get me wrong. I <laughs> would never want to be in a relationship like that ever again. But then after that, when I was in the military, like, it was the same thing. Like, like 
I was not always available to where like I was being, I was the one being chased. And then the next time around, she reached out to me again and like, or no, I think I actually reached out to her that time, but then I still had the power because like I was the one that was an emotional wreck and she was the one that like loved me. So like I was unreachable and she wanted to reach it. So it created that like chase in her mind again. But then every time that I came back, I feel like it just got a little bit like the, the power transferred power transfer a little bit more a little bit more because you know like in her mind she want like she knows that i am always going to come back to her yep. so there's a safety net yeah and then yep. the chase becomes a little less challenging yep i think one thing i i learned from that whole uh experience was you got to make sure you're mentally okay like before so jumping into weird. anything with somebody else because like when you were just explaining that to me it, it reminded me of something like every time something was rekindled it was either i wasn't ready for anything or like she wasn't ready for anything yeah and like now that i'm like my mind is very clear right now with mm -hmm. with like what i want and for like the past couple years like in the back of my mind it was like like she was there a little bit not like a ton but like in the back of my mind she was like scratching on a door or something and now that i'm like i see like things clearly or i feel i feel like i do at least i feel like put together i should say like bro i don't want anything to do with her you know don't get mm -hmm. me wrong she's like she's i mean she's a good person she tries yeah. to be nice uh but like nah but that's not you though like yeah that's and you gotta set boundaries bro like i i listen to this like hardcore fucking guy uh, he's like a, he was like a Navy SEAL. He might still be one. I don't know. He might be retired, but I keep like seeing him on my timeline on TikTok. And he basically said like, if you want something like really bad, like, and, and this could be like your career goals, your professional goals, like your personal goals, your relationship goals, you got to have like a hard stop on something or on these things at all times. Like when, like when you cross that line, fuck you i'm done with you or else you get into a situation like me and you have both been in or like no i feel like you've been in a similar situation maybe not as like, drawn out or like extreme but like oh it's definitely drawn out but it would take <laughs> yeah. too much time to sit here and explain yeah and i yeah dude we could literally uh, th these are all just like one in two relationships of all of us like that we've touched on and we're already like an hour and a half deep like we could literally go on for hours on this shit because there's so much like i dude i've learned a lot from other people that like don't even make the fucking list of like you know lengthy relationships yeah. or like even like meaningful like like where we actually got to the like dating phase like it was just like a talking thing that never came to fruition but like if you don't have that like hard stop, you're just gonna keep getting into a situation like like me and Bo and and you like it's just like it's you don't just, have like, any self respect for yourself or like you don't have mm -hmm. enough to like just say fuck this I'm done or yeah. the confidence of like losing that comfort from your yeah. life like if if but if you don't have that hard stop in the future, bro, like that person will keep coming back and they will fuck you up like they will. It, it, it doesn't matter like honeymoon phase or not in the beginning like it's gonna end like if you haven't made it if you haven't if you if we've ta if we've taken this many times to make it it's not gonna happen just like we said earlier like 
I'm a firm believer of like you know soulmates and like you know if, if it's meant to be it'll happen but like at one point you gotta fucking like call it quits you know like mm-hmm. and it fucking sucks but like if you don't if you don't have a hard stop then like i said it just it, it just keeps happening to you and then other people see that and they'll they'll do the same shit to you in the future and you don't even know it like it, it which is good for like if you move the fuck away and nobody knows your past like like me when i moved to virginia bro like the girl the first girl i got involved with like had no idea and like she tried to play the i'm the fucking alpha in this bitch and i una reversed the fuck out of her (laughs) and she was trying to move into my apartment and like day fucking seven she had half of her fucking closet in mine and clingy as fuck like and on our first date I could hardly get her to fucking talk to me because she's on her phone the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like one of those, mm-hmm. you know? So, I don't know. I, that's just my two cents on what what I've really, like, learned, formulated into, like, my most important takeaway from relationships. Yeah, you, uh, dude, relationships are, tr- like, especially nowadays, I feel like, with, like, this technology and TikTok. Everything. Dude, people yep. just want... <sighs> people just want like attention they don't want they they say they want something real and like uh, guys a lot of the time i feel like just they're willing to accept the bare minimum at this point like a lot of guys and that's that's like terrible bro like girls and the sad here's the sad thing is girls can't even give them the bare minimum nope so it's just like you, you gotta learn to live with yourself you gotta learn to you know know who you Listen, are dude you no matter who you fucking get into a relationship with nowadays she could be 10 years younger than you she could be fucking nine years younger eight years older five years older 20 years older she's gonna have at a bare minimum 30 fucking dudes in her dms that you're competing with yeah, like not, all the fucking time not and to mention, at any point she could take them up on that offer like at any fucking point oh yeah 100%, and you think bro. dudes got it like that fuck no bro girls are not in guys dms like that Dude, this i was... don't give a fuck who you are like unless you're a celebrity like got it like that drake yeah. with fucking stupid money or you're like everybody knows you're rich as fuck and then there's a bunch of gold diggers in your dms Yep. The dudes don't got it like that. On average, I guarantee you if you go around and ask any girl that's a five or above, she has got at least 20 dudes in her DMs. And I would even say a four and above because <laughs> th- there are some average-looking girls that have some thirsty fucking dudes in their DMs. And, dude, that's just like the, the fucking... I know we were talking before, like, kind of how challenging it is to be a girl as far as, like, you know... uh anatomy speaks or like fucking living your life you know giving birth like fucking periods and shit but like girls are literally selling their nudes on subscriptions and paying off their parents' house payments and farting in fucking jars and selling them for like fifty (laughs) thousand dollars a week literally scooping up bath water 
Yeah. How the fuck have we gotten to that point in this society? And bro, then I, we are the ones that have to shoot our shots, bro. Like, <laughs> fuck these girls yeah, are we, literally just going on OnlyFans and making thousands of dollars and then expect us to be like, hey, you want to go grab dinner, bro? Like, yeah, yeah then, then, bro, then you'll get exposed. If, you, if you're if too nice, you're getting exposed. Like, oh, yeah, see, this dude, he's nice, but like, you know, he's yeah. just you too, get turned into nice. a fucking meme, bro. Or, or if you're mean, like any girl could post on TikTok. If you're mean, bro, you'll have half the world coming at your throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah, god. Like you're a toxic asshole and you don't respect women. But if you're too nice, then you're either a weirdo you're a beta or male you're you are. Yeah, and then if you, that's why, that's why, bro, you literally just, like, you gotta say fuck the dating apps, you gotta say fuck social media, like, the only genuine way that you can be successful without any fucking regard, or, like, getting exposed, is shooting your shot in person, and it fucking sucks, because, like, well, it doesn't suck, because, like, that's how it's supposed to be, like, naturally, that's how it's supposed to be, and, like, most success that I've had, it comes from that, but like if you if you are scared of that like rejection in person compared to like being behind the screen and you could just like delete that combo and forget about it then like you just gotta be like if you're scared of the rejection you just gotta be okay with the fact that you might get exposed or you're you may never see this girl or she may have 50 fucking dudes that are spinning the same lines at her and she could be hanging out with them you know like whereas if you go meet him in person and strike up a like a conversation and like make a fucking small joke that turns into like your identity as a couple or like a relationship or whatever like i don't know the the in-person rate or the way that's the fucking way to go plain and simple like it sucks if you were to get rejected in person but but you save a lot of fucking heartbreak it it beats you know the the alternative bro one thing like this this connects uh to like chimps and like animals bro (laughs) every female animal they get to choose you know and the male it's the male that that doesn't get chosen that dies out bro it's the same as humans like if if females have all the power you know they choose they choose their mate and the men are left like scrounging Yep. for for whatever they can grab but like the females they control it and if you're not if you're not comfortable with who you are or or confident confident yeah bro if you're not chosen then you're you're literally dead like you yep. will have no lineage in your your name you your legacy dies right there like the people that will yep. remember you you know you're there for their generation or for your own generation, then you know what next. You're you're done. Strong shall stand, the weak shall fall by the wayside. Dude, it's it's crazy to think about. Yeah, it really is. Survival of the fittest, bro. Like Pretty literally much. to a fucking T. Like and bro, and the scary th- like people like Dan Blazarian. <laughs> that's who. That's who is like being chosen and. Le- that's a scary world, bro. Dude's that a fucking dude... alpha male, though, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, but I wouldn't want to live like that. I wouldn't either, bro. But like, dude, okay. Here, here's the thing. This dude is like in his forties. Okay, he lives this like mantra of like, I was like, he's like said like I was a Navy SEAL. 
and he never was. And like he washed out of buds, and he lives this like I like badass fucking lifestyle. Which like I I don't have any fucking problems with, dude. He's a legend. Like to to create that fucking lifestyle though, like that's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Like he's just got girls waiting, like yeah. applying to just Bro, hang he, out. With him. He's the outlier. He's the one that like defied the odds for all males. Yeah. Yeah. But he's also got stupid fucking money. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, stupid yeah. fucking money. And then he also he's got he's cool, bro. Like he got that confidence. He's cool, and he puts off that vibe. He's never no fucking simp, bro. Mm-hmm. Never once. Bro, that that's, motherfucker that's literally why he's got so many girls. Exactly. He ain't chasing. He's got girls applying, bro. Like literally. Like I want to fucking hang out with you. I'll do whatever it takes. And they get, like, fake titties. Like, he buys fake titties for him, And then th- he's just, like, they're all topless, like, at all times, like, with him. Yeah. Dude just eating, like, Eddie Murphy back in the 90s, just eating a steak off their asses, bro. Like, <laughs> dude is living every dude's, like, I-, I wouldn't say dream, but, like, in a way, like, that, that's an ide- ideal situation. Like, yeah. no, you can't tell me one straight dude that would deny that lifestyle if it was presented yeah. to them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's oh, man. Yeah, it's a that crazy, dude just it's throws fucking world. parties at his Vegas mansion with like hundreds of people, and everybody wants to talk to him. And then all of these girls are there; they're hot as fuck. They may not be real; they're like ninety percent plastic. But <laughs> I mean, fuck, man. I don't know. Yeah, it's that a, dude's got it figured out, though. I do a, agree with a, you. It's a crazy world we live in, and yeah. Unfortunately, well, I don't know. Maybe fortunately, fortunately, unfortunately, we live in it during this yeah. time. I think we live in the coolest time period. Yeah, I agree. we live in the time period of change. It's like a, it's a rough time period to live in. Definitely not the, definitely not the worst ever. But it's up there. But yeah, we live in a time of change, and it's all coming. Whether yeah, it's, I agree. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think within very like exciting. the next decade or two, bro. The world dude, is I, going to be completely different. Dude, it's, I yeah, really. it truly is going to be. We already be are completely different, bro. Yeah, like, it's, true. yeah. it's crazy. We're, we're leaning away, and not to get, like, away from the relationship talk, but, like, we're completely weaning away from the 9 to 5, go to work, trade your time for money. Oh, like, mm-hmm. yeah, kids I'm are buying fucking thing. NFTs, making thousands of dollars before they even graduate high school. Yeah, but, like, we got... Bit, bit, photo that somebody can yeah make in 30 seconds literally pixel pixel fucking art like literally i can yep. make that in photoshop in, in in a minute and then you make a whole line of it just make little alterations to it and you become like the biggest fucking nft dealer artist whatever you want to call it of all time but like these kids are literally flipping these motherfuckers for thousands of dollars like uh, the biggest like fuck you to me is which is kind of hilarious but like at the same time sad is like our grandparents like worked their asses off for like nickels on the fucking dollar per hour and literally like sweated their dicks off until they were like 70 years old to well they probably retired in their 50s or 60s but then like they just got by um on that retirement until they died and then like their retirement fund some 18 year old kid has made that in a week off of nfts yep (laughs) like I think that's awesome, but at the same time, it's like, holy shit, bro. I feel so bad because, like, they had no other option. There was no digital fucking age. Yeah. It was oil money and, like, gas money and 
all this like big like steel and coal all this shit like you had to have a name to get rich back in the day now it's like you got the world at your fucking fingertips you can do whatever the fuck you want yeah yeah well it's a gamble but yeah yeah um yeah i don't i don't know if i have anything else to say boys yeah, that's uh. How long have you been recording? Like an hour and a half. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, I mean that pretty much like relationships. We we pretty much. I feel like we covered. We didn't necessarily have to share all of our experiences to really paint the picture Get our of point like. Across. Yeah, because like, dude, we could go on for like I said hours and. I would still come to the same conclusion. Like, if if you learned anything from listening to this girl or boy or uh, they them whatever, I I don't know what all the what all the situations are, <laughs> but yeah, but like I'm trying to be sensitive here because like I know that's a thing and I don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. Um. Because like I, although I am a, a he him, I do. Uh, I, I accept everybody. That's what I'm trying to get. At. Um, but but if I could give you one piece of advice, if you could just skip forward to this fucking piece and say fuck our stories, whatever. Don't, 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 don't ever get involved with somebody from your hometown if you have already expanded to a new location growing you're 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 you, you've expanded you branched out you're you're all about the growth don't go back don't go back don't go back don't go back it's a slippery slope the long distance won't work one. yeah experience i'm here in my hometown 50 percent because of that reason when i was living out near dc traveling <laughs> to south korea all around the east coast working yeah i was happy and now here i am fucking miserable and uh, it's mostly because i'm stuck in a shit town and yeah so that's the biggest takeaway if you could take away from this but if you don't have that like small hometown thing or whatever the case may be if you know you live in a city and it's not like necessarily locking you down to go back to that person just know Tread lightly because every time you accept that person back into your life or reach back out to them, like you're you're losing more power in the in the relationship, but you're also just like I don't know. It, I, it, it I'm a firm you. believer of it's not gonna work out. If yeah, it, it didn't work you. out, it, it, it yeah beats you down, bro. Yeah. Okay. Bad. I gotta I gotta contradict myself because I know I said earlier to start this to like not to stay away from love maybe but i've had a lot of time to think and um yeah i would say uh i would say i encourage love honestly just when you when you have that feeling of some when you know it's going to be more than just you're going to have feelings there just yeah. always don't lie to yourself know and be cautious that like literally at any moment it, like nothing is permanent so know yep. and understand that no matter how great something is and no matter how much somebody can tell you that it's never going to end or anything it's don't ever like don't ever let your mind believe that just yeah. be cautious with who you love and how you love don't but, depend on somebody else for your yes, happiness absolutely be your own best friend 
Because when nobody else has your back and nobody is there for you, you are there for you. You always yep. have somebody. And the, and the boys. Yeah. Yeah, well, yes, but even when the boys are <laughs> yeah, not available, yeah. you have yourself. You're always you got to be your own best help. friend. Yep. Yeah. That's the greatest and, thing. You know. Yeah. Huh? No, go ahead. I was just going to say it's really kind of great once you allow it to be because you are the only person out of 8 billion that truly knows everything about yourself. Yep. Absolutely. And there, I'm glad you said that because that I wanted to mention this and I just kind of like totally forgot, but that reminded me. Um, you, your gut is 90% of the time always right. I, I would say 98% of the time always right. If And that, that goes for like life in general. Like if yeah. you bet on yourself, if you're, if you have a feeling that it's going to work or it's not going to work, go with that fucking feeling. Chase that shit all the fucking time. You you will almost always be right. Almost always. I promise you. Because, like, every time I've steered away from my gut, I've been wrong. Almost every time. And if I would have just, like, bet on myself, I would be in completely different spots. Or a completely different spot than I am right now. And that's not just relationships. But it does go with relationship. Because a lot of... There's no there's no blueprint for a relationship. So your gut is really your fucking Google. Like... If your gut's telling you to do something, just fucking do it. That's that's on on God. Yeah, and to uh, to add to that, um, understand the difference between a feeling in your heart and a feeling in your stomach because they're yeah. very similar, but they will give also you two completely different, different outcomes yeah. of what that situation may be. Yeah. Don't think with your pee pee. <laughs> no, I was, Dude, I was about say, to say that. <laughs> and then I thought maybe just saying, uh, yeah, don't think with your hormones because. They will lie to you, and they will convince you that you want things that you don't need. It's like want. the it's like the devil and the angel on your shoulder. Oh, it a hundred percent is the literally. angel in your gut, and the devil is your pee pee or your hormones. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like God's love and the devil's lust. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, dude. We just connected it all into one fucking. Oh, dude, I love it here. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. good stuff. Yeah, that was uh. Yeah. And close this out, Bo. I think we've said our fucking piece. All right. Um. No, but for real. Uh, everything that we just said right there. I actually listened to it. We've been through some stuff. Um. We are young, and we'll we'll, we'll continue to grow, obviously. But what we what we what we have learned, we like to share it with you guys. Um. But yeah. Uh. That's gonna do it for episode one three, episode thirteen, bro. We're recording on the thirteenth. No way. Bro, what the fuck? Oh, frick. It's, it's meant to be. All right. We put off this. We were going to record like a few nights ago, and it didn't work out. New Year's Eve. That's yeah, when we were going to record before the new year. Yeah, and that would have been 3-1, bro. Oh, frick. <laughs> Yo. All right. All right, all right. Anyway. shit. <laughs> anyway, no. Um, again, all right, just thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for stopping by. Um, we love you. Yes, we love you very much. Um, not with our peepees, but with our hearts. <laughs> uh, yeah, but with that, with my guts. If, do you guys have anything else to say? Nah, I'm good. Um, Appreciate y'all. Don't be afraid to love. Yes, that's all. Yeah, because a, a lot of this may have sounded scary, but just don't be afraid to love because it really is a beautiful thing. Maybe we'll have a part two where like we just talk yeah, about the good things. Good thing. Okay, I like I'll that. I like that. that.
I like that. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that. That's maybe that's a the Valentine's Day post. Oh, yeah, I'm down for that. We record yeah. another day, but we post on Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah, I yeah. like that. But yeah. Oh, um, let's go. Yeah, my family is like trying to eat right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, but again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening to other episodes. If that has ever happened, if you haven't, li- go back and listen to them. They're great. Do it now. Do it now. Um, but yeah, with that, I'm peacing out. We're all peacing out. Um, you guys Peace. have a great day. Goodbye. Peace. Thank you.